Hello there, this is Living Your Success 24-7 with yours truly, Michael Kane. Michael Kane in the house, in the house, in the house. Okay, let's just get into it. What's on my mind? Michael Kane, what's on my mind? What's on your mind? Well, I was thinking about interactions between people, human beings. I was thinking about What's one of the things that people fear the most? They dread it. What's one of the, in the top, I would say in the top three? It was in a lot of surveys, it's actually the number one thing that most people fear. That's what we're going to talk about today. You say, oh, is it taxes? Paying taxes? Yeah, that's up there. Is it health? Yeah, that's up there. Worrying about money? Yeah, that's up there. Uh, relationships? Yeah, that's up there. But it's about talking in public, speaking in public. Many people, most arguably, are terrified to speak in public in front of a group. Let's say you work, you have a job, and your boss comes to you one day and says, Hey, let's just say, call you. John. Uh, hey, John, I need to do a presentation for our group uh, on Wednesday, and it's Monday, right? Okay. Really need you to step up and do this. And you say, boss, uh, you, you use Mary and J and uh, Larry and Susie and Lisa. You've been using them for the last two or three years. They're exceptional presenters, speakers, persuaders. Just keep using them. I'm fine. Says, no, it's your turn up a bat. You allowed your colleagues um, to, uh, you know, over-volunteer. <laughs> That's a word or a phrase. And it's your turn. We're going to, my goal is to develop your skills, develop your um ability to speak in public and to speak the vision of our organization. This is only a stepping stone, John, because I'm going to have you do presentation to some of our biggest clients. So starting with that big account we just closed and uh, next month you're going to do a presentation for them. So this is a help. Get you some practice. Call it a warm-up back for yourself. And now John is like seeing cross-eyed. He's probably triple vision now and palpitating and sweating coming out of his forehead. It's about to pass out. Now, <clears throat> boss didn't give him a choice. Notice he didn't ask. He was telling. This is what you're going to do, John. Just using the name John. So excuse me. If your name is John, just using John. Could make it totally say John Smith, okay? Um, so John reluctantly says, well, oh, oh okay, boss. I, 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 okay, but what if I can't do it? Well, you're going to be fine. In fact, 
I have a book right here for you. And it's a website too, a videos. Um, that's a, a companion to the book where uh, people role play and you can see and practice uh, your presenting. And I'll be giving you the material for the presentation. I'll send it to you, email it to you. But first, I want you to take um, take two or three hours. You need four the whole morning. That's fine. To watch the videos and catch up, look at, read the book and watch the video series. And okay, and then practice. And um, you can practice in front of me. Let's say um, tomorrow morning at nine o'clock in my office. Okay. So here you go. You'll get the material, and it's not that complicated. You can do this job. But 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 but, but I can't. Yes, you can. You will do it. I have the utmost of confidence in you. And so, John. Um, I don't know if you know it or not. Notice you're in the same position. Um, kind of stagnating. And some of your peers have moved on and promotional opportunities, except you know why? One of the reasons why. Because they do presentations well. They're able to convince, persuade, get buy-in for our projects in other divisions, customers, outside customers, etc. And so do you desire to promote one day? Well, yes, but not now. You know, John, answer, you do want to. I know you have the potential. You're, you're smart, very smart person, highly intelligent. And people like you. Those are good traits um, for you to move up in our organization. But your biggest hurdle to moving up is your ability to do presentations. So enough said. I'll see you tomorrow at nine. Here's the information, here's the material, and I'll, you will get the, uh, just check your inbox in 30 minutes. So, now let's come back to this podcast now, as I did role play with myself. Played the boss and John at the same time. That sound familiar? may not be exactly how I played it out, but have you been avoiding? You'd rather quit the job versus go going for it? And guess what? You've been doing presentations all your life. Did you know that? Did you know that? You've been doing presentations in various categories in, in your whole entire life. This is... I'm asking the John's boss is asking him to do a formal presentation, the point of certain point of view, which John has been doing all his life, and you too. All of my listeners, you have all been engaged in presentations most of your adult life and your child life when you're younger, since you're young. How so, Michael Kane? Well, let me tell you. Have you ever, when you were a kid, uh, talked to your friends, they didn't want to do something, let's say, hey, let's go play basketball or baseball or something. 
He said, no, no, John, no, we don't want to do that. But you end up playing baseball or basketball, whatever sport of choice or video games, arcade. You know why they did it? Because of you, because you went that extra step and you persisted and you persuaded them. You did a presentation. Did you not know that? Maybe you didn't know. You did a presentation at 12 years old, 14 years old. Did you, um, not everybody's case is the same or situation or what? Did some of you go to your prom in high school? Did you ask someone in high school to go to the prom with you or to go to grad night with you, hang out with you at grad night or your graduation, high school? You did a presentation. Do any of you have children? Whatever ages? Although you have the power of veto and power to punish, did you not articulate first? I You need to do your homework. You need to eat your real food and vegetables before you get to eat that chocolate chip cookie. For you that dessert. Can't you eat your divert your dessert first? Well, okay, mom, dad, what you know, presentation. Presentation. Post office. What if priority mail costs? What if I ship it overnight? What if I this or that? Then you're talking, having a conversation, some kind of persuasion or informative interaction going on. Presentation. Have any of you been in a choir at school or church or wherever you go or just in general? And they said, hey, we need you to sing solo on that or back up to that. You reluctant, but you want to do a particular role. Um, you convince the music teacher, the vocal, the chorus teacher. Uh, could be an instrument too. You want to play lead or something. And you got to do it because you opened up and you gave all the reasons why you should. Hey, I've been here. I've been coming to every practice. I've been showing my improvement. Have anyone ever been engaged in those conversations? How about, or any of you, or have you been dating someone? Didn't you go along with it and were proactive in uh, seeking out that significant other on your desirable qualities. Presentation. I think you get where I'm going now. Life is a series of presentations. You can quote me. There used to be a program with that life is a series of presentations. Years ago, I went through it. And it's so true. You didn't think you dismiss it, say, well, Many of you acted like when I was in school, I took a speech class and the professor was a professional actor. And for the final exam and semifinal, we had to go up in front of the entire student body and do an act. He didn't care what it was. 
mine was, and I was terrified. We were all terrified, except for, you know, there's always one or two that are natural at it. You know, they already probably been doing it um, for years and comfortable getting in front of people. But I took a couple speech classes actually in high school, even though, uh, you know, I don't know what I was thinking, <laughs> but it was an elective and I said, oh, this should be easy. What can they ask us to do? Well, speak, which you thought, you know, it's one thing getting up in front of the other terrified classmates in your class doing it. For some reason, I didn't really have a total problem doing that, get in front of 30 people. Even though I was nervous, like everyone else, had to go to the restroom a couple times and shaking, even in front of 30 classmates. Went up there for the grade, you had to do it, otherwise you fail. I, I survived. I pre pretended to be a British something. I can't even remember now. I remember it was British. I had to pretend uh, to fake a, a British accent. But my other uh, speech class, and um, uh, I had, we had, it was, I thought, I said, oh, I love, actually enjoy, enjoy it. In fact, um, this other professor had us go in front of the entire student body. So instead of 30 people, it was the hundreds of people on a stage in auditorium. And now that was like, you know, do I break my leg so I can say I broke it for real or something or laryngitis or. So anyway, and I said, well, if any, all these other kids going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to punk out. So I did this series of routine to be different races. I showed the you know, like caricatures of various ethnicities. And I didn't know what they were going to think of it. I'd say, oh, that's over the top, whatever. They enjoyed it. They all were laughing. I was a hit. So I guess you can call that my first, one of my first professional debuts. <laughs> Not even professional, amateur. And because it was high school. And so I said, wait, wait a second. They were receptive to me and they thought it was funny. It's one thing to think you're funny one on one with people or your pals. Another thing to get up in front of highly critical uh, colleagues in high school, which a lot of them are a holes. Uh, a lot of them, you know, may not like you because you're not in a higher echelon of clicks cast system, if you will. So you don't know how that's going to go. So very nervous, very nervous. And my colleagues were nervous too. So we we're just shaking in our boots, but we did it. And I have to remind, you know what? This is catharsis. This is reminding myself of the things I did that I wish I could duplicate now. So that I'm working on developing myself where it can over, I can overcome that fear. Have you heard that word fear? It to over, Come, but while you're overcome, now, I did not overcome fear. And my colleagues, my classmates in high school did not overcome their fear at that moment. We did it despite the fear. We were shaking and scared as you know what, but we did it. We had a vested interest, didn't want to fail the class. But it was like you see other people say, I'm just as smart as these other folks. They don't have anything. Of course, people might be brilliant at geometry. And you may suck at geometry. We all have our thing. Some 
expert in English language, some in um, foreign language or um, chemistry, history, go on and on. Sports, everyone has their talents. So we all have something, and that taught me that. And I lost my way with that when I graduated high school. I lost my way. So I'm here to tell you, young folks, you have something special. This is part of the message about speaking in public, overcoming fear. You have something special, special to offer the world, is my point whatever that may be, but you have to articulate. You want to start your business? You got to convince employees to, uh, to work for you. You're going to have to convince customers to buy from you. Life is a series of presentations. So you already been on the stage before, many times, hundreds, thousands, times. You already been there, done that. You just need to extend yourself the different um, avenues, different directions, different environments, but you have presented. You have kids, you presented. You have a significant other. Oh, not just dating. What about marriage? You convince somebody that you're sorry, but is worth marrying. Not talking about mistakes or should have or shouldn't have. The fact is, if you got married, you convinced somebody to take a chance on you. And they you. There's two sides of that presentation. A presenter, a sender, and a receiver. So you're engaged in presentations on both sides of the fence every single day. Now, I've done presentations, like I said, uh, I was comedic in high school. I've done in private and groups. I've done presentations one-on-one -on -one in groups of uh, 30, 40, even 900 people. The presentation. Now, I just got invited to a presentation next month. I don't know how many people are going to be. There would probably be at least, at minimum, 20. could be 100 people. Somewhere between 20 and 100. I'm, I'm going to do a presentation. Got invited. And I'm going to do it. I'm no longer terrified of doing it anymore. So that's a help because I've done it so many times. No longer. But I still get nervous. Everyone gets nervous. Still going to be a little nervous. Okay. And anxious a bit. Want to do well. Want to throw that, you know, um, the vision that I have for the presentation to inspire, get people to buy into my message. So I have to use some humility, use some humor, um, matter of fact, poignant, salient facts, all of that in the presentation. And the technical aspects, I don't mess up, you know, uh, so with equipment. <laughs> so um, I'm a month out, so I'm starting to now. I 
practice on my wife earlier, my opening. So I'm pretty much going to have the opening down and uh, know how to pronounce people's names so I don't do that faux pas. And start uh, developing, you know, um, the topic. The topic is leadership, by the way. And and um, I'll be working on it. And I'll be ready when it's time to when when it's time to you know time to deliver. I'll, I'll deliver because I'm going to practice a hundred times between now and next in next month. And so I want to give my best. People are taking their precious time out. So you can do presentations. So you have to tell your boss. Don't wait. Be proactive. Say, hey, boss, you need me to speak to people, present our case, look for customers and uh, be on that sales part of things. Because uh, salespeople are presenters. A lot of them are very natural. So you can do this too. Nobody's better than you. You're not better than anybody else. We all have our issues. So I encourage you. There's a lot of books on how to do presentations, TED Talks and stuff like that, formal presentations and uh, presenting uh, in like a seminar form, format or workshop format, which I've done. I've done all of that. Not to brag, but just saying as a matter of fact, I have the credentials for that. You're just not listening to someone that hasn't done it. I walk the talk, talk the walk. And uh, my goal is to, um, you know, do a handful of presentations each year. Uh, probably in the next two years, I want to at least do three or four every month, two or three, two or three every month, as opposed to every four or five months. So, and I also present in writing with the newsletters. Um, and uh, I encourage you, um, I'm going to stop here and say, I encourage you to sign up for this podcast, Living Your Success, livingyoursuccess.com. You can sign up. Uh, you can hear, rather, you can sign up on Spotify and iHeart and Amazon and um, various other platforms, Amazon Music, um, Apple. It's a big one, elephant in the room. Please sign up on through Apple, iHeart, and Spotify. Hit those notifications so you know when you sign up, you can receive a notification that there's a new podcast. And so um, I send them through Twitter and Facebook as well. So I have different platforms and areas where uh, someone can listen to this podcast and forward and share it to people. Um, it's in the topic. I it's in the the title of the podcast, "Living Your Success." So um, we talk about different components of what does that mean. It means different things to people, but uh, people that are achievers, people that want to move up, um, listen to the podcast. Okay. So. Um, Anyway, what else, what else? 
So I highly encourage you uh, to, uh, you don't want to buy a book through Amazon or Barnes and Noble. You can go to your local library. They may have, they usually will have something on uh, giving speeches or speaking in public. And so I communicate verbally as well as, you know, newsletters and have a book called Slaying Your Dragons, Living Life You Always Want It. Encourage you to buy it on Amazon.com. Uh, we have the ebook version and the paperback version. They're both both affordably priced. Encourage you. Obviously, I have a self-interest here uh, to buy the book and give it as a gift too. So, anyway, well, it's definitely been a pleasure in what presenting to you. And I thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, express myself to you and give me your precious time because life is precious. My friends, don't forget about, we're only here on a finite basis in this realm of existence. So whatever you're gonna do, start doing it while you have that opportunity. So I encourage you to do your thing. Do what you want to do. That was a song. Probably showing my age. But anyway, this is Michael Kane living your success 24-7. Talk to you later, my friends. Adios.